Good evening, my party people. It is time for another episode of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. If you enjoy this podcast, and you are able to, from wherever you are listening, leave a like or a thumbs up. Rate me whatever number star you want. Except for six, there are there is no six star. And let's get ready for another good old bunch of stories or rambling. Whichever I decide this episode. I'll see you in the Guard on Patrol segment. Sean, take it away. Thank you, Sean, and hello, my party people. So, my brother Griever is uh, visiting us. It's it's been years since we've had the chance to actually see in, each other in person. Um, many years since that's happened. So this is a great occasion to actually do so. Uh, Thanksgiving is actually tomorrow. I'm doing this on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday night. All the all the workers are gone. And they'll be gone for the rest of the week. Or at least they're supposed to be. I don't know if all of them will be gone the whole time. But... I know at least some of them are going to be gone the whole time. Most of them will be. There might be a few people that show up. Um, so, for those whose birthdays are between November 19th and December 3rd, happy birthday! Um, We're getting close to the end, everybody. Very close to the end of the year. So my wife and I were going to get a uh, couple tickets to go to the Ren Fest that's going on this year. And uh, we we ended up missing it because neither one of us was paying attention. So... The last weekend was last weekend. I think. I don't know for a fact, but we... We can't, uh, can't be doing that this weekend. Um, we've got, we've got family over at the house. And, uh, we can't afford no tickets anyhow. So... 
Yeah. That can't happen. It's not so much that we got family that's the, at the house that's the issue. It's more or less we don't have the money for even one ticket. But, uh... I mean, if we did, if we had the money for three tickets, I'd... And there was another weekend, I'd get three tickets and we'd drag Griever in there. I would drag both of them in there <laughs> if I had to. I didn't want to miss this year, but... Yeah, well... You know, things get out of, get away from you, and you know, if you're somebody that works nights, a night worker, if you will, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was, that was stupid. If you're somebody that works the evening shift during the week, and all you want to do all weekend is sleep. That's usually the case for most people that work night shift. You're usually stuffy by the end of the week because of all the overnight. And I'm not overnight overnight, but back in back in Florida when I was overnight, every morning I would come home so stuffed up because of all the fucking extra mucus. That comes with working nights. That's one thing nobody ever tells you before you start working nights. Hey, you're gonna get stuffed up like a bitch now. Something about the moon, I don't know what it is. Something about being outside at night that just stuffs you up more. And it's even worse if you live in the country. In the countryside, it's even worse. Because there's no city pollution. It makes it worse because, well, it's all natural out there. Mostly. But I'm gabbing now. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it over to Sean with the next segment and, uh, the main segment. And, um, I will see you over there, my party people. Sean, take it away. We interrupt the flow of the show to give you a little more information. I'm going to be reading about five scary stories, short scary stories in segments. Each and every one of them will have a link in the description. Should have a link in the description to their actual to the actual story on R slash short scary stories. If you are interested in reading them yourself. And now we give it back to Sean with the first of five short scary stories. Sean, take it away. Hello, my party people. 
and thank you Sean. So I'm doing a short scary story for this small segment. Real or him? I wish not to be here, imprisoned and rotting within the, within and without. Is it my fault, my parents, the system of all, broken ribs, puncturing my lungs, weights crushing my arms, and swords cutting my vulnerable brain, alone, left with no light, outsider everywhere, no home, is it me or him, maybe that him, or the one creeping and weighing mountains on my shoulder. Is it the same one who's been sitting on my chest or is it or is this his boots stepping on me? I do not know as my vision is gone countless times with that cold stick in my eyes took its toll apparently I do not know where I am anymore I feel the cold I feel the cold finding its way to my bones but wait am I not am I not stranded stranded in the desert Am I not behind the water? Maybe it's... Maybe it's the mir the mirage. Am I not visionless? How can I see it? Is my skin melting or is it the frostbite? Should I run or fight back? Am I not in shackles? But sometimes I run. Is it me or him? Maybe that him. Who is in control? Am I not the master? I think I'm the slave. But to whom? Him or that him? Why me? What did I do? Am I the bad one here? No. I fed that stray cat with everything that was left of was left with me or did I what do I have I think I have nothing my nose it's big I cannot breathe properly though it's always blocked ironic painful strange I want I want her, but I cannot afford it. Am I talking about her or that her? Maybe the other her. I mean the expensive operation. Or do I? 
how can I afford it? I remembered I have insurance. Did I not... Did I not have anything though? It is expiring soon with no renewal. Maybe I have nothing after all. Why me? They seem happy and comfortable with who they are. Or are they? I do not know. And I do not care. Or do I? Maybe I do. I smell it. It stinks. It is bleeding on me. What is that? The cold drips are cooking my head. Why is it... Why is it causing it to fall? I need a cure. It is expensive. I will buy it though. Why am... Why am I repeating myself? Where am I? I am panicking. Is it... Is it their fault? Not mine? I am... I am in prison. And the cuffs are not breaking. It is breaking my spirit. I lied. Who is this talking about? Is it me? Or that other him? Black and white. Gray and green. Maybe blue. I do... I do not know. I was fine yesterday. I felt peace. But he ruined it for me. I want to end him in the worst way possible. But who? Him, maybe. He is scratching my back with rusty nails. How... How do I know that they are rusty? Did he tell me? Or him? Wait. Who are these people? I want to wander away with no return. I want to die. Or do I? Maybe I want them to die. I still do not know who they are. Or do I? I hate myself. I hate my... Why do I know... Why do I know the word? I hate my... I do not know the word. Maybe... Maybe not... Maybe not knowing things is making me hate myself. I used to know... I used to know them... But I forgot all. I cannot finish anything. Even myself. I forgot. Okay. Um... 
Feels more like it would be somebody with Alzheimer's making a story like this. Um, I decided to record it. It's been eight minutes, so I'm going to keep the recording in. And everybody that listens, you can, I guess, decide for yourself what you think what you think this story is supposed to be about exactly. I I can follow it mostly. Actually, um but yeah, it feels like feels like whoever wrote this was writing about Alzheimer's to me. Alzheimer's. It, it it's not really scary though. I mean, I guess it would be scary if you couldn't fucking remember anything. But, um... Yeah. My roommate won't... My roommate won't clean the bathroom. For fuck's sake, Violet, it's your turn. I pointed to the schedule. I I swear to God, I thought living with another girl would be neat and fun. But you... I trailed off. Truth was that Violet was a terrible roommate. Ever since she moved in, our kitchen had been our kitchen had been a bloody mess. The bathroom was worse, and she refused to do fun activities with me. She preferred locking herself into her dark room all day. <clears throat> Honestly, I think I have never seen her out in the daylight. The weirdest thing was she insisted on covering up all the mirrors in the house. I mean, I kind of get it, or I kind of got it. The bathroom mirror is right across, is right across the tub. So every time you take a shower, you see your naked body. And I know this isn't And I know this isn't woke of a girl to say or whatever, but Violet looked like shit. Her dark hair was messy and unkept. Her skin so pale that I could see the veins underneath it. And she had giant dark circles under her eyes. To be fair, I have no idea how being ugly feels like. So I played nice. I followed her ridiculous rules. But her scoff. But her scoff, as I asked her to do. A perfectly normal thing was the last straw. 
"'You are so fucking useless,' I exclaimed. "'I swear I would rather be dead than invite some asshole like you into my home ever again.' "'Fine,' Violet hissed. "'I stepped back when I looked at her... "'When I looked at her mouth.' Her teeth. She got it. She, she got off the bed and snatched the cleaning tools out of my hands. All of it, I insisted. Take the drapes off the went off the mirror for five seconds. It won't kill you. <clears throat> the bathroom door slammed shut. I heard the lock snap in. And Violet cleaned long. Come on, I yelled in the evening. Violet, for fuck's sake, stop sulking. I need to pee. No answer. The worst thing is, she didn't even clean. She didn't even clean right. After a few days, it started to stink, so I informed the police, and they kicked the door in. My roommate had made a terrible mess again. At least... At least the coroner cleaned it up. I do feel kind of bad, though. Maybe I should have said something. Her unbrushed teeth... The shitty hair, the isolation, apparently those were signs. Now I am in a bit of an uncomfortable position, sitting across, sitting across, <clears throat> sitting across her mother, her, her sobbing mother. I saw this coming. She cries. I begged her not to move out, but she. she just couldn't be in the house. Ever since her twin sister died, she hasn't been the same. OP put something in the comments said this story was inspired by Philip Mackenberger I, I guess that's his name Mickenberger a YouTuber who died of cancer and left behind a, his twin brother while I am an only child I can't imagine how it must be Seeing your dead sibling's face every time you look into a mirror. Then I remembered that vampires have no reflection. So I wanted to make a kind of misleading story where you assume someone is a vampire first. But it's actually depression slash grief. No idea if it worked or if it sounds too much like depression right from the beginning... 
it 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 is purpose purposely left open to interpretation whether Violet killed herself or if her twin sister's ghost may be mingled mingled in it. Also, I just moved and we have that bathroom set up and and I hate it. Okay. Well, you kind of did what she set out to do because it, it did kind of seem more like she was a vampire at the beginning. Of course, a lot of that could also be tagged as she's very much so depressed. But, um, that was a great story. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And for that, I am sharing it. wife has been giving me the silent treatment. How can I smooth things over? Kayla, Kayla, please say something, baby. Anything. Tell me you hate me. Tell me I'm trash. Tell me you never should have married me. Just say something. I need to hear your voice, sweetheart. Don't you think you've punished me enough? My wife continued to lay there, motionless. Her glassy-eyed stare fixed to the wall. She's been like like that for three days. I know I messed up. I'm really in the doghouse this time, but this seems like overkill. I will admit the fight was pretty nasty. We've had our fair share of arguments, but this is the first time that things have turned physical. I never should have laid my hands on her. I was too rough. So, in retaliation, my wife hasn't spoken a word to me. Not one single word in three entire days. She just stares blankly at the wall, unblinking. All to get back at me. I've been the one feeding her. I know she's parched as the dessert and hungrier than a growing teenage boy but she won't eat or drink the food just dribbles down her chin so I've taken that 
So I've taken that upon myself too. I chew her food for her. So it goes down easier. I know it's gross, but... If she won't eat willingly, it's what has to be done. Speaking of gross, Kayla is starting to reek. I've given her a sponge bath, but after three days without a shower, it's starting to become unbearable. It might be coming from her private area, but that is the line I refuse to cross. I tried FaceTiming Kayla's best friend around half an hour ago. I thought that maybe she'd be able to get her out of this funk. Well, once I showed Allie what my wife has been up to recently, her face drained of color. She looked really concerned about Kayla. It honestly frightened frightened me a bit. <laughs> then she abruptly ended the call. Must have been the internet connection. It's not the best out here in the boonies. The strange thing is, when I tried to call her back, my number was blocked. Weird. Someone's knocking on the door now. They're saying they're the cops. Honestly, I'm glad maybe they can help me get my screwed up family situation resolved. I really hope they can because it's not just my wife. Yesterday, my six-month-old daughter started giving me the silent treatment too. Well, it is supposed to be scary stories. Yeah, damn, dude. I highly doubt that that lasted anywhere near ten minutes. That four minutes. Hmm. Still fucking scary enough, bruh. Like, dude. First of all, she's dead. Uh, not moving. Glossy-eyed. How can you not tell that she's dead? It don't make no fucking sense. Especially when the smell comes around, bro. Especially after the smell. And then your daughter starts doing the same shit. You probably didn't even take care of your fucking daughter. You jackass. The police should have been called out there a lot sooner. <laughs> Three days. Both your... Damn. I mean, it's a good story for for a short short horror story. Yeah, but jeez, right? 
years since our town's adults disappeared. And kids are po- already pointing the fingers at me. <clears throat> I was screaming at my mom when she exploded. Not just her. 99.9% of our of our town's adult population. But it was pieces of her skull that was clinging to my face. Her blood blurring my vision. You would think a group of 16-year-olds would know what to do in a town-wide apocalypse, right? No. What we did... What we did know was that our town was under quarantine due to an unprecedented event. And the survivors were considered dangerous. Heads were exploding with no explanation. And we were the only ones left. I wish the soldiers stayed. I wish they ha- they at least tried to help us and keep us afloat and safe. Sane. Insane. Afloat insane. Because <clears throat> locking up a group of fucked up kids for a year definitely caused a significant change in our heads. The soldiers stopped sending in MREs, and we were surviving on Coke and Milky Ways. Clicks had formed. You can't be cut off from the outside without forming a cult-like group. The rumor started with Cassie King who spread it around with her own clique before it wound up, before it wound its way around town. There were a lot of theories. Aliens were the most prominent. Witches was a new one. I saw it on Twitter, Cassie said. When I was... When I was dragged out in the middle of the night in front of a crowd. The Sinclairs are witches. Was all the tweet said. Posted a year ago. Which pointed at me and my two siblings. Also dragged from their beds violently. Our self-appointed leader... Gracie Lockhart insisted on a trial. In their starving, delirious minds, getting rid of the witches would bring the adults back. So they bound us to the to the founder's tree in the middle of town. It was sunrise when Gracie slit my sister's throat. You're a murderer, my brother hissed 
when when she teased the blade down his cheek. Which, Gracie sneered, that sealed the deal. I was the... I saw the contortion in his lips. Darkness spider webbing across his eyes. Velvet magic. I knew he was using it. Daniel was Daniel was our family witch. I was using it too. But now uh, but only to coerce thoughts. How was I supposed to know fuck off and die would mean half the town? When Gracie's lips split into a shriek which tore open her face eating away at her skull. Daniel jumped up his arms ba- still bound, eyes twin pools of black, and set and set the crowd flying back with a flick of his finger. Still behind his back. Fuck, are you okay? He hugged me when I untied him. Daniel stunk of it. Velvet magic was illegal. Drawn from dark energy that humans naturally make. If he was using it, had he done this? When the whole time I thought it was me? I smiled at my brother. But at the back of my mind, I remembered the side effect of Velvet Magic. When a witch draws too much, it starts to take over them, body and soul. I don't think it was Daniel who smiled back. Interesting take on magic. Um... Definitely an interesting story. Not at all where I thought they were going with that whole thing. But... Definitely an interesting take. Um... bit out there. Oh, yeah. But I like it. Not necessarily. Well, the point is to scare people. The point is to make it scary. And the idea of using magic to make somebody scared doesn't really... I guess the only people that would be afraid of somebody using magic would be somebody who has never even considered looking into magic. And again, it's an odd take on magic, but it's definitely not the weirdest story I've ever heard, and it's definitely a good one. Oh, 
So I applaud the... I, I applaud the person that, that uh, wrote that. Nice take. Good story. adopted a serial killer. Rachel seemed a bit off when we talked to her at the orphanage. It seemed like she was a bit troubled, coming and going from different homes due to accidents occurring, occurring in her family that ended in tragic deaths. There was a fire that engulfed her house when she was seven and her family was killed. She was found covered in ashes and crying her eyes out by the police. The fire was started was stated to have been caused by faulty wiring. Then there was a brutal murder the brutal murder of her second family. Rachel was again found sobbing uncontrollably while covered in blood. A man confessed to the murder of her family and was imprisoned. The caseworker told us everything and advised us to look at another child. She just needs some love and affection, my wife replied, with a smiling face. Rachel was very happy when we brought her home a week ago. She was excited to see her new room, as well as all the new toys she could play with. Just make sure you stay out of trouble and you can play with anything you want. Got it? I told her as she as she was examining a sharp knife among her new collection of toys. You mean I can really play with these? She asked with a sparkle in her eyes. Of course she can. How about... How about you start with Daryl next? Uh, how about you start with Daryl next door? He's been getting on my nerves over the years. I love you, Daddy, Rachel ex expressed as she hugged me, almost crushing my ribcage. I love you too, Rachel. I replied, picking up and hugging my little serial killer. That's cute. I mean, I mean, I shouldn't say it like that. It's terrible. That's cute. I mean, I it, think it's fucking adorable. Okay, it's a little serial killer. I mean, granted, you know, you'd have to get rid of her before she gets a teenager, but still cute though. 
it's cute. And at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, do you really want a little serial killer running around your house? You might not get, you might not be very happy with that. I mean, at the know, end of it. At the end, maybe he'd have to put her down like a wild hog, but for a while, it's cute. Well, at least until she kills somebody that had. Okay, okay, you know, yeah, but here's the thing. You know. But she's already killed people. Well, yeah, I know she's already killed people, but what I'm saying is that what if it runs in her family? What if she was so psychologically fucked in her original family that that's just all she knows? Have you not heard the song Serial Killers Are People Too? They have plenty of things like that about that. That's it's cute at the same time. It's like, yeah, well, you know, um, you're probably gonna have a lot of trouble with the law. See, this is why we should have a purge. Just saying. I mean, it would sate some of the serial killers for a little while. It wouldn't, wouldn't even sate them all half the time. I'd totally participate in there'd be way too many people doing that the one day of the year and then not getting enough of it that one day and doing it again the second day the next day excuse me excuse me i would be one of those people who would highly enjoy a purge and, I would and then they would get day. locked up i would just do it for one day uh <laughs> this is going online i don't care i'm <laughs> mental who cares well well, now it makes it all premeditated. I can plead insanity. Yep, makes it premeditated. Shut up. All someone has to do is bring Ladies this up. Ladies and gentlemen, I now acknowledge you, Sean Lachlan, as, you know, kinfolk of Buzz Killington. <laughs> Uh. All right, and there you have it, my party people. My wife has joined me for four of the stories, giving um, um, opinion as well. Well, maybe only for three of them. But she's listened for four of them. Um, I did one of them. Uh, I think I was at work or in my office somewhere. I wasn't. I wasn't with my wife at the time when I read story one. But the rest of the stories, I was laying here with her, reading them. So she gave her opinion too, um, including the psychotic opinion of that being cute. Which I agreed to. It was freaking cute and you know it. It was cute. I have a very... I I, I have a very soft spot for children. Because I love little kids. So. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, the idea of a serial killer child would absolutely be cute to me. Me too. I just eat them up before they eat me up. Can you 
imagine they come in your room with a knife and like, uh-uh-uh, we talked about this, and they go on, go on the road mad because they couldn't kill you? <laughs> I don't think that would stop a serial killer child. Shut up. It's working me here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta take it from no, no fair. <laughs> you can't kill your parents, kid. That's the rules. That would be too cute. Constantly getting suspended. Your daughter brought a knife to school again. God damn it. Motherfucker, I told you not to bring the damn knife to school. Nope, Leave it in the bushes. No, I'd be like, don't. And wait until you're on the walk home. I told you not to kill anybody this week. We're broke. <laughs> now you're grounded. Give me all your knives. <laughs> we would have to hide all of our swords. We would have social services called upon us because our ass. Like, Why didn't you put them in a sideboard? But look how cute they are. They're just talking shit. <laughs> can't prove they killed anybody. That child would never. Uh, we would we we would need a bail fund. I've been saying that about my new thing. I ain't one. done it yet. Anyhow, thank you all for joining for this week's, well, last week's episode. Being being an hour late, but. An week hour. late. Week a week late. late, boy. Actually, it's almost 11, so a week and one hour. Well, almost a week, actually. It's not Sunday yet. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, and goodbye. And, uh... We will see y'all tomorrow with another new episode. Because I'm still doing this week's episode. See you later, my party people. <laughs>